Who are we again? Who are Hello, we? who are we again? Hey, girl. <laughs> okay, first of all, um, you look very teacher-like today. Just saying. I do. I have you my do. hair. You got the pulled back hair, the cardigan. Yes. And I might up. end up taking the cardigan off because um, it's starting to get warm out again. Uh, you know, I worked out today, and I'm not going to lie. I haven't had a shower yet. I could smell you. I could tell. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I wiped stuff down. <laughs> nice. Bird bath style? Yeah. And I, it's, it's not even because I didn't have time. I just didn't freaking feel like getting naked. Yeah. You know, don't. there are times when you just don't want to. You just don't want to get naked and cold and then warm up and then get cold again. Yeah. I hear, I hear you. It's the truth. So here we are. How, so what's how your G-rated coffee cup today? It says, I love pretty things and the word fuck. Is that what you had last time? No. I need okay. a stronger word than the word. Oh, look at mine today. <gasps> kind heart, it's fierce it. mind, brave spirit. Aw, No G-rated coffee mug for me today. I'm trying to, like, clean things up. Okay, next week I'll try to... I, I, don't, I have coffee cups without the word Fuck on them. Fuck on it. Mm -hmm. um, I have very little G-rated or R-rated coffee cups. In fact, you know, because I, I had I, because I have so many grandchildren, I stopped buying them. Uh, well, Learning you have read. one more. You have one more than me. And well, my... then, no judgment, but perhaps you should have stopped buying them. I feel like them. you know what? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like this is an area that maybe we need to sit and like take and hold some space for your ju <laughs> your judgmentalness. <laughs> oh, apparently, people can feel my judgment. They don't even have to hear it. They can just feel it. That's interesting. I was I was trying to set us up. I was trying to be really techy and set us up with a live stream and I, it asked for a description and I was like, days after family triggers. <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah. We had a couple ourselves. Didn't we? Let's talk about some family triggers. Cause everybody I think can relate to family triggers. Uh, so <laughs> I'll, also you, you just <laughs> notice my face is cleared up. I know it's beautiful. It was beautiful oh, before. But yeah, it but it had a big. Then yeah, it doesn't look like um, the scalp fell off. It's just a little yeah. red now. Yeah, not bad, not Job. bad. Healing, healing, healing. Skin mm -hmm. cancer cells are gone. My chin hair is still. I was bugging me again today. Oh, I tinkled before I got oh. here. <laughs> Good for you. It's always best to tinkle before you head out on a project. Did I tell you what's showing up on all my uh, social media feeds now? <laughs> Face shavers. So the damn phone is listening. But none <laughs> yeah. of them are called the tinkle. Well, I, I actually had some sprigs of hair, like like my mustache. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. I saw that the other day. I didn't want to yeah. tell you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, I'm sorry for bailing on you this morning. Oh, you know what? You didn't. It's fine. I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> And my son said over in the Fort Saskatchewan, must have been Sherwood Park area, there was like wicked, wicked thunder. Yeah, it lightning. was lightning, everything. It was huge. We didn't get any over here, but my apologies. My uh, my dog, um, well, he's resting right now, but he was pretty stressed out. Oh, was he? But, I mean, I, I was sad, but I was also, if we would have gone when we were going to go, we would have got caught in it. Oh, like, then we would have been but, terrified. Well, no. 
Our, our polls. No. <laughs> oh my God. Did I tell you the story about the polls? No. No. What, what now? What? So we have snowshoeing poles. Mm-hmm. That are the exact same as the ones we bought. <laughs> <laughs> the grip is the same. They collapse to the same height. They have both. They have both the same adjustments. You know, the snow one and yeah. then just the stick. I was like, but these are prettier. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm just saying we have two pairs if you and your friend want them. Well, I have a pair now. Well, you uh -huh. know, Mona wants to come with us. Hiking? Yeah, Maggie said that she would like her to be with her. Like, she said, yeah, I'll go back. Because she said, oh, my gosh, you guys, if you hang around with Kim, she's going to have you doing some ultra marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mona's on, Mona's on to me. She is. I said, I said I did the death race. I, like, I, I don't. You're just as bad. I'm not, I don't have the eye of the tiger, but I am driven and task oriented and I like a goal. So yeah. That, I know. I can see us doing some kind of like weird adventure next year. You know what I was thinking? There are Do these it. like portages. Is it portage? It's where you, you hike, you mountain bike and you get. In Kayak. Kayak. Yes. There's one in BC. Darren yeah. and I were going to do it last fall. And that's know. what you do. It's in September. You kayak or canoe, whatever, whatever, three kilometers. Then you hike for eight or nine and then you bike for five or six. And you have to, you have to have, um, like, you use a map to find where you're going. Oh, that's like orienteering. Yeah, that one would be. I, I feel like we are, yes, that's what we're destined to do. And I feel like Mona is not wrong. No. I think, but, but I feel like she might, maybe doesn't know you as well. That if we hang out with you too long, we'll end up mountaineering and yeah, orientating and no, she, yeah, and she death does. racing. But Maggie also is adventurous. She's just, right. uh, yeah. So I think, and Mona, I don't know her that well either. I think she probably is a little bit adventurous in other ways. I don't know. We'll have to invite her on. Mona's trying to find our podcast, but she hasn't been able to. <laughs> I'll send her the link. Do it. I'll and send her the link. Yeah, you can come hiking with us. We, I have an extra set of poles. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll take Mona's a good. She's good for a walk. Yeah. Yeah. We'll bring her on a Wednesday morning. Absolutely. She's okay. always in well, it. Let's let's get back to you. Me? Oh, your... my family trigger. Mm -hmm. Mine okay, is I not can't... near as dramatic. What? Mine isn't as dramatic as yours. Well, I think. My family trigger, uh, so I had a birthday yesterday, and for two years in a row, I've been the asshole at the party. So I feel like maybe let's unpack that a little bit. I don't do want to. That, <laughs> do you think that maybe the birthday might be the catalyst for these outbursts? Well, I feel like the outbursts are different. Yes. But there's one was like, I just feel like somebody did not hear what I was saying. And I really didn't want. Did you threaten the person that you were telling this to? Um, I was very serious. She she knew. Oh. And she also checked with my husband and he said the same thing I did. So then when she went ahead to plan the party with my kids, they didn't even include my husband because she knew he. Like, I it was, yeah. So that's, you know, we've worked through that, but I still, you know, I still feel like mm, that was not gracious. That's what I feel. I feel like the last two birthdays, I have not been 
full of grace. Like you've gone, you kind of described it like you went from zero to a hundred. Yesterday, yes, over an issue that apparently triggered me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't very often go off like that. So I feel like maybe the question is around my birthdays, I have less grace for things that rub me the wrong way. Well, well, let's take, why? Why do you think that is? Why do you have less grace when you have grace? Could it be because it's like your moment and people are just not... You know, I have, this is terrible. I have very little insight into my own, like I can take like yesterday's incident and break apart what triggered me. Yes. And break that down, like in that particular thing. Why on that day and how I can connect it to last year is there's a part of me, I love my family. Like my, when I say my family, I'm talking about like the family that I created, not the family Mm -hmm. I came from, but the family I created. Yeah. Um, I love my kids. I love hanging out with my kids. There is a difference for me between who I am when I hang out with my peers versus my children as, even though I enjoy them as much, my children are not my peers, even though they're adults. Right. So for me, it's very different. I don't. And so I don't know if maybe some of my kids now that they're adults, they look at me as their peers and then treat me as their peer. But even though I'm fun and all that kind of stuff and they're friends like me and all, you know, uh, to me, there's still a difference in my role. Mm-hmm. It's not that I be, be somebody different when I'm around them, but who I am with my peers is very different. So when I think of something with my peers, it's very different than with my kids. So last year, it was a combination of with your peers and your kids. So that yeah. would have been... And I don't really like that because, I mean, okay, some well, of the people know my, I mean, they know my kid. I don't know. It's very weird to explain. It is, it is. It's, it's, no, it's not weird to explain. It's very interesting to hear because how you're saying, like, you're not a different person, but you behave in a different, you're, and maybe it's like you're freer in a different way with yeah. your friends. With my peers. Yeah. Yeah. With your peers than your children, because yeah. they're your children. You're going to say things and do things that really Regardless, even if they're adults, they don't really need to be privy to. It's not something. Yeah. And I think for me, there is a difference in the roles that way. And some people might find it old fashioned. And as your kids become adults, like they're pushing, some of them are getting closer to 40. Like my kids are not even early 20s. They're, you know, mid to late 30s. And they, although I have peers that are that age, it's very different when, for me anyway, there is a difference between my relationships with my peers and my relationships with my children, even though I enjoy them just as much. Yeah. It's, it's a different relationship. I think that that's really, it narrows down to that. You raise these human beings and there is, there's a line. And I think that, I don't think it's old fashioned. I think that maybe sometimes it's not something that everybody does because it takes um, effort and consistency. Yeah. So like, for, you know, I'm just trying to think of examples. Like I have different tolerance level for, let's say, drinking alcohol. I'm not mm-hmm. against alcohol. I drink occasionally. I've gotten a bit tipsy, tipsy mm-hmm. a few times. Uh, but for me, it's not a family activity. 
Okay. Right? So that's not a family activity. But some of my kids, that's part of their family activities. Yeah. And I'm not overly comfortable with it. I've learned to kind of like flex a little bit with it. I'm not saying, I'm not doing like, oh, I don't drink and blah, blah, blah. And I haven't done that. But it's not my, it's not the most comfortable for me. Right. And right? I guess like we talked about when we were chatting earlier, um, just like setting boundaries up and, and thinking about it. And I think like maybe the birthday itself isn't triggering. It's just the combination of the two types of relationships that's triggering and then add drinking into it. And it just makes it a, a really big thing. Yeah. As I said, and I said this today a couple of times, never have I heard anyone say, man, I'm glad I had that alcohol because it sure made me make great decisions <laughs> ever. No, I don't, I, I, no, I don't think I've heard anybody say that either. Maybe <laughs> so that for me, the, the trigger, you know, there was a trigger for me in yesterday's events that was different than the year before. Um, and it wasn't like a poor old me kind of trigger, but you know, I, I, I didn't behave in my best self. I could have handled it more graciously, but it was so, my, it was so, my reaction was so quick. Yeah. Like it was like seconds and I was like seeing red. Yeah. And then I thought, is this menopause? Is this what people mean by being more moody in menopause? uh, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't answer that. Why? Are you not in menopause? uh, No, I, I, (laughs) I can't answer that because I'm not in your body or your mind, but I think that actually that's something that I think you probably want to unpack more because there's something to it and it bothers you and it's like, okay, how come I go from zero to 60 like that? I see red and it's not the way I want to behave, even though the situation is not the one that I'm comfortable with how I normally react. Cause that's not how you normally react. Oh, I, I can maybe tell you a handful of times. Yeah in 15 years that I've had that kind of like in like instant, like zero to a hundred, like it's very rare. My mood is very generally very, but the last few years, there's a little bit of like, I don't give a fuck anymore. (laughs) Well, being, you know what you said the prior birthday was you didn't feel like you'd been hurt. Yeah. So right. Like it's like, it didn't matter what you said. It wasn't, it wasn't followed. It was just like, oh, it doesn't matter. She doesn't know what she wants. We're going to do this because it's going to be awesome. Um, and like uh, we were talking about this. I don't like birthday parties. Um, maybe like I don't even remember like how young I was when I stopped having birthday oh, parties. Oh, okay. But um, never liked a group get together where people would be celebrating me. And maybe... My zero to 60 moment was it when I was leaning over Sarah before I turned 50 and I was very, I wasn't, there was no grace in what I said. I just told her there's no way, whatever you've planned, unplan it. Cause I'm not, I don't want it. And she was very scared. <laughs> <laughs> she, she felt that. Yeah, she, she was very afraid. I wasn't going to hurt her. I was just like, I, she knew I would be so angry that she canceled everything. And I went out of town with John, and it was perfect. I, oh. Yeah, I did. I did. So then how did your family recognize your birthday after that? Probably just said happy birthday to me. Like, oh, it, the, oh, okay. So they don't, like, try to get together? Or... 
We might have, we, no, because I was out of town. So it wasn't, um, like, we don't, like, for the grandkids, we get together. And when, like, for my daughters, and this is, this is how we are. We, yeah. we don't mind the family around us. And maybe that kind of goes with what you were saying. When it's just us, we'll get together. And you know what? We kind of have, like, a timeline. It's two yeah. hours max. We, we're oh, together. yeah. It's kind of like everybody knows. Yeah. It's an, it's an, it actually just seems that that's when we kind of peter out. So we'll celebrate like momentous birthdays with the approval of the person who's having the birthday. Right. Except they did it for my 60th and it was right after COVID, but I couldn't be mad because that was, we hadn't been together as a family for two years and it was just my family and they were so excited. And it was, it was, that was the one time I'm like, I, it was very nice. Yeah. And I know like, that's, what I mean, like I, for the most part, when it's our family that gets together, everybody just enjoys the moments there. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, it's just the, just us. We hang out, we visit, we play, we have fun, play games, whatever it is for whatever the time frame for us. Usually it's typically three to four hours, right? About the yeah. four hour mark. Then right? we've got a lot of little kids in the family and a lot yeah, of different that's... kind of, yeah. Yeah. things going on in that sense so anyway so so yeah maybe it's i don't know anyway it just always surprises me well if anyone now any i'm tips. the asshole at the birthday party don't don't have next year i'm going away right yeah exactly that's what i john used to take me away um okay so okay so now so now let's t let's talk about your your unexpected family trigger oh my gosh like well, that's wild but i have some questions okay i have well, to you I haven't, I don't, I see, and I don't really want to throw anyone under the bus. There's right. a person in my family that I haven't had contact with in, well, actually, since uh, just after John's um, celebration of life. They, they haven't reached out to me. They haven't contacted me. And honestly, it hasn't bothered me. Like, there's a certain capacity that I have, and this this person is a lot. Um, and did this person much... come to the celebration of life? No, they oh. didn't. They okay. chose not to. So that again was another thing. But I mean, honestly, that's not. It's neither here nor there. But uh, so I hadn't seen this person. So I'm driving, uh, and if I would have waited, if I just would have waited, I would have missed them. But anyway, I'm driving. And I'm at a stoplight, missed the turn, so I'm at a stoplight waiting. And you know when you feel somebody looking at you? So I turn and I look and I'm like, I, I'm sure I had quite the facial expression and that person's windows are down and they're like, they looked at me quite smugly like, hmm, hello. Oh. And I went, hi. Oh. Didn't didn't roll my windows down, and I just oh. looked straight ahead. I felt like I was going to throw up. I felt extremely nauseous. That's and interesting, I, hey? Yeah, there's there was so much, uh, and I actually panicked because I didn't want to have a conversation. I didn't want to have to deal with it, and it really is a, is a situation that, I mean, if I wanted, I could meet with this person, but I don't want to. Oh. Yeah. So it was just re like I had to take a minute. Um, I had to sit. I had to kind of just think and, and give myself space. But you know what happens when, um, and this is just what I'm finding, when you lose somebody um, and you're, you're a person, the person who lost 
I lost my husband. Um, he died in um, January. Things happen, and our capacity gets quite a bit narrower. And then sometimes friendships and even family can wane because we're harder to deal with. And I'm not, I'm not, I may have been harder to deal with, but grieving people are challenging because we don't talk about it. A lot of people don't know what to say and don't know what to do. Um, and so people fall by the wayside. And I think. Yeah, but this, this family member also used to take a lot. Mm. Yeah. And so now you are in a place where you could not provide that. No, no, I. And then that challenges their their ego. I don't know about that, but I think that it's just an unrealistic relationship, and um, it does it make me sad <sighs> sometimes. Um, but here we are having these really deep conversations, but it. it it's honestly, I, I bring it down to my capacity. Exactly. Like I, mm -hmm. I just can't go back there. Right. Um, and yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot there that we could unpack, but we're not going to go there. Um, because I really just, I just, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I that's, your, that's always your final line. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. That's what we say. It just so. made me want to throw up in my mouth. And I had to pull over and take a moment. Yeah, I was just but I'm like, fine. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Literally, I was like, and I'm, he, he, this person can't hurt me. No, and I know, I, but it's interesting to have such a yeah. oh, physical. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's just, I think that, well, that's a trigger for sure. And it was just like, I don't have the capacity to deal with this. I don't want to have to deal with this. Yeah. And part of it is also, I don't want to outwardly hurt that person either i know that they're probably hurt but it's choices that they made well i am curious about this what do you mean you don't want to outwardly hurt them if i said like i don't want to see you again they made that choice I they haven't yeah i, I think it's that, obvious yeah but if i well after yesterday yeah <laughs> yeah like or whatever day what day was that was that just yesterday, just yesterday. yeah oh. our, our our wow we had family. a big day it's happened at the same we same had day. a big day yesterday mm -hmm. yeah yeah but anyway um yeah so he, he i think that person has the um the idea now okay but he, and you're just gonna leave it yeah I don't, I don't feel like i need to reach out or okay. um but i mean i don't know i might change my mind uh but boundaries have never been a thing that this person yeah. has ever yeah. honored. honored so. So. Yeah. so fun fact, I'm a twin. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah. So it was my twin brother's birthday yesterday. Mm -hmm. You want to hear the message he sent me? Yes, I would love to. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's just happy. You wanted more? Just that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He's my twin. We shared a womb, GD. True, true. That so is true. I message him back and say, mm -hmm. happy birthday, womb mate. <laughs> and what did he say to that? He rolls his eyes, I know, because he hates it every time I say that. For 56 years, well, there was a period of time of about eight years that he didn't talk to me. I uh, wonder why. <laughs> wait, am I the drama? Drama. I don't want to be the drama. I'm starting to get hot now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, here it comes. The inevitable hot flash. See? Moments. 
Uh, anyway, so I phoned, I phoned him. Kenny. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm just working on the... Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro. Womb mate. I always call him my womb mate. Yeah, I know. Your womb mate. Yeah. F- 56 years and he's still... Real. He's like, that joke is old. Sister, no. I'm like, yeah. We born together, bro. We die together. Did you tell him that you want him to say more to you than happy birthday on your birthday? (laughs) I just laugh. I don't even, yeah. Well, birthdays are, obviously, they are hard. Uh, Typically, they aren't. For me, they're just days. I just just kind of laughed at the profoundness of his message. Mm, Yes. Deep, uh, profound message. I was kind of, so my mom has dementia. So here's the thing. You know how usually your mother, if they're she's alive, will phone you on your birthday? So what we do is we phone our mother on our birthday and say, happy birthday to you, mom, for giving birth to me. Because she can't remember. And what does she say? She says, oh, do I get some presents? Just me. Do I get some cake? Um, I will say my son made me a very, did I tell you about the cake? No, you just told me. I asked you. I said I was eating my feelings, and I had cheesies, and that's why I had to brush my teeth before we started this. And you said you were eating chocolate cake. <laughs> Let me see if I can show you a picture of the leftover of it. Oh, that looks delicious. So is that it, is homemade. Is it the double... Jillian Harris one? No, he made it from scratch. Yeah, that, and, that, and he that... made a test. I don't know his recipe. He made a test cake first. Mm-hmm. And then made this one. He made two of them. Yep. So in total three. That is all ganache. Oh, ganache on the top. And mm. in the middle. Wow. It is to die for, so I did enjoy that. That is very nice. I make Jillian Harris's, um, it's a chocolate cake. You can make it vegan or not vegan. Oh. Anyway, it is like foolproof. It oh. is Unfreaking believable! It is so good. Well, I did eat my feelings on that yesterday and today. So yeah, what you know good. what? That's how is that how you cope normally? Your what's your what's your coping mechanism? Oh, Uh what's my coping? You know, maybe it is eating now. It used to be exercise. Just <laughs> <laughs> why I'm having a hard time bringing that back. You know. Um, yeah, eating has definitely been a go-to for me. Um, back in the day, too, would be exercise, and it's funny because and shopping. Oh, wait, definitely shopping. Oh, definitely shopping. Uh, let's talk about renovations. <laughs> let's talk about what's happening in the downstairs, Kathy. Good lord, yeah. Um, one of the one of the big ways I cope. Um, but yeah. Uh, Exercise for sure I used to, but now I was laughing today because um, coping, it wasn't coping. I just, because we didn't go hiking, I'm like, okay, well, I'll do my workout. And then I had to do um, a, a, oh, you're... a bike ride that does, it kind of calculates like where you are. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a measure. Point. Yeah. yeah, your start point. And it was like hard. A hard 20 minutes of like, I was, I hated it. It was Oh, but I mean, I was motivated to keep going because I'm like, okay, here I am. This is where I am. I want to know if I'm doing any better in six weeks. Like, right. Yeah, it's measuring. Yeah. But no, it was definitely, I only did that because I had to. Not, I didn't have to because I was, I was going to exercise with you and it didn't happen. So this was my, my other choice, but. 
So were you yeah. cussing me out on it? Or were you like, no, no, I was, I was actually really grateful that I could do that. Like okay. I, that I have the, yeah. I like to work out at home. You like to work out in a gym, right? Uh, you know, I do both. I spent many years working out at home. I like, I like, I like working out. My I like community, gym. but I find that at the gym, I don't really spend too much time visiting. So, no. <laughs> so I'm like, no. what is the community? No. No. I need no. to make time for that. So, okay. Before we get too long in the tooth here, I wanted to ask you, you did receive something today in the mail that you opened up the unboxing. The death, the death deck. deck. <laughs> do you see people, do you see how much fun she is? Well, whose friend has a death deck? Okay, pull a card. Okay, we're gonna this do the opposite of the spiritual gonna, age people who we're pull not a gonna, card. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna play the game because uh, oh, it's a game. Know. It is a game. You can play it as a game, but it's also a really good uh, tool to bring up the conversation oh. of, of death and dying. Is this what you're giving everybody thing. this Christmas? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So let's look. Okay. Um, this is, there's no A, B, or C in this one. This is just an answer that you're going to give. Swan song. What's a story or song that you hope is shared at your funeral or celebration of life? Oh, can I answer that for you? Yes. Oh my God. Your birthday parties. <laughs> no. Honestly, what would be something, a song or a story? What would be something you would want? um shared oh you go do you already know what yours is no i hadn't even thought about it oh um i can say i i would like um i'm every woman by whitney houston oh. but sarah has to um high five yeah. high five sarah has to do the lip syncing to it with oh. Raina and jill being the backup singers oh um, i'm coming to that which sarah has vehemently said no she would never do that <laughs> But that's, that is, that's something. What about you? Is that something for them or for you? I like the song. I love Whitney. I love everything Whitney. Yeah, yeah. I love um, Whitney. It would, it, it is so funny. It would just bring so much. Well, it would, it'd say a lot about me, but it also, it just said, would say a whole lot about our family in so many ways. Right. Um, and it would, it would make other people laugh. So what song or story? I have so many stories. Oh, um, I mean, you can change this anytime. I feel like this is like written in stone. What song? Okay, I like anything from Christina Aguilera. Genie in a bottle. <laughs> anything. Anything where she is bellowing out using that voice. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yes. Beautiful is a good one. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's good singing. to know. Yeah. These are things that your family might They wouldn't might know. Have. No. Yeah. No, because it's not um, The other story I would like, the other story that's always, I have a few good, I have a really funny one that's always fun to share. Mm -hmm. um, is when I was um, doing my first Ironman. Ooh. And the my coach, all through my coach, all through my training, my coach would say, when you're swimming, if you keep hitting somebody, the person in front of you, just slow down a half a stroke and draft, right? If you don't have enough to go ahead of them, then right. just slow down and get in their wake and draft them, right? Let that carry you, blah, blah, blah. That'll conserve your energy. So race day comes and we're racing, swim start, 
See if you ever seen that whole bunch of people take off into the water. Yes. It looks like fish flying. It's crazy. Yep. Anyway, I seed myself way at the back because I'm not I'm not a competitor. I'm a participator. Yeah. And halfway through the swim, I keep and then everybody's got different color caps. Okay, for depending on your swim level. Mm-hmm. And um, I keep banging into this person. Like I kept banging in, banging in. I was like, what the? And then my coach's words go through my head. Just slow down and draft. So I slow down and draft on the person. I do what my coaches said. I'm drafting. I'm drafting. I'm swimming. I'm drafting. I'm getting into my groove. And as we get closer to the finish line, I start to kind of like move away. And as I pass the person, I see their cap is a different color. They are, in fact, a paraplegic. They are swimming with their hands only, arms only. Holy Dinah, that's and, amazing. Right? How, how amazing. And I drafted off of him to make it easier for me. <laughs> Girl, well, he was a strong swimmer. I right? was horrified and then also impressed. Yeah. And um, my family saw him on the bike course. I did not. Anyway, so that's one story that's kind of like, it's a memorable story for me because it was a memorable moment for me, but also I felt horrified that I took advantage. I didn't know. No. And you know what? Here I would say is you didn't take advantage. You did exactly what your coach said. And this guy was a great swimmer. You were in his wake. You thinking oh my gosh this guy is a paraplegic look at what i did but you wouldn't have you wouldn't have felt guilty if it would have been somebody but it, else but it happened twice with the same guy the next year in a different race well, <laughs> i was I, swimming and this person is like in my way i couldn't see and i kept like why is that boat in my way like oh like every time i'd look up and and then we're coming out of the swim, right? And the people are crowding and cheering and going like crazy. And I'm like, dude, like, right? As I'm starting to get out of the water, there's news cameras. And I'm like, what is happening? I turn around behind me. The person that has been in my way the whole time that I had to go way around to pass, he was swimming, pulling a boat with somebody on it. Wow. That's, that's a... <laughs> That's well, you know what? Well, don't get in my way. Yeah. Don't okay, get in my way. Don't get in my way. Yeah. Well, you know what? Those are anyway, so those funny say, stories about my experiences. What would you say though would be a takeaway from those for this? Uh, don't be so judgmental. Oh, what? Wait, what? Is that how we started the conversation? <laughs> I feel like we've had a full circle moment. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh. I hope the people that love us are listening. Still, 35 minutes in. This one's a long one. Okay, okay. I like this death deck. That was a challenging okay. question, though. All right. Okay, here. Oh, malicious intentions. Wait, what? If you could haunt one of your enemies after oh. death, who would you target? How would you do it? And why? Now, you don't have to answer that one if you don't want to. Oh, well, let's do, let's do our next episode on that. Okay. So, I mean, okay. these are just a few of them, um, but yeah, they're very interesting. And, and the, th- the reason I got it is because I am um, adding um, 
end of life guide yeah. or end of life oh, doula to um, things that I will be offering. And the reason I'm doing it is because of what we didn't have mm -hmm. and uh, just giving people actually equipping people, empowering them to um, have, well, have what they want, what they need, that they can ask for things that, yeah, there's so much that we can do that nobody ever talks about. So that's right. what I'm, that's my goal. Well, I like the death deck. I think we should integrate it into each conversation like that we record here, not each conversation yeah. every day. No. All right. I'm going to leave that one out. That's what we'll use, the malicious okay. intentions. I don't I hear, know. I... I hear some rustling around in my grandkids. I'm probably going to have to go. Okay. Well, you know what? We've done 36 um, minutes here, and I think this was a fairly deep but not fun one. <laughs> That's what I'm going to title it, Deep Not Fun. <laughs> And now I'm having a hot flash. Well, I just got, I was wearing a sweater and I'm like, it's, oh my. The, the, oh my it's getting warm out again. Oh, and I never even got to talk about my vet experience, but we'll do that another time. I'll take the, the vet that you recommended, okay. which was very cool. Okay. Well, I love you, Kimberly. And you guys stay tuned. There'll be more coming at you. And maybe not. Maybe as it's fun, not deep next time. Yeah. Fun, not deep. <laughs> So starting to sound the death deck. I love it. Okay, love. Bye.